0: Large protests continue in Hong Kong after an extradition bill involving China has not yet been officially suspended. Also, a longtime key White House staffer is gone.
1: Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And she's going to be
0: leaving.
2: I'll try not to get emotional um, because I know that crying can make us look weak sometimes, right?
1: This is the Jay Doherty Podcast. And now, broadcasting live from downtown Chicago, here's your host, Jay Doherty.
0: Of the Welcome back to another episode of the Jade Horty Podcast. That was kind of loud. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. It is uh, Monday, June 17th, 2019, about 6.30 p.m. And I'm uh, <clears throat> broadcasting live for an episode of the podcast. And there's a lot going on. I think we'll start with a big story here. Uh, Miss Sarah Huckabee Sanders has left the white house and for what seems permanently. Uh she of course <clears throat> is the press secretary, loved by some, hated by many. At least the people that I seem to hear, but I don't know, it's mixed reactions. Of course Mr uh Mr Trump is, you know, happy of her her of how she represented him, the administration. She uh yeah, everyone was very uh, glad for her existence at her going away party. They were Somewhat sad uh, that uh, she was leaving, but I actually think it was uh, her boss's decision, Mr. Trump's, to let her go. Although it wasn't out of anger, or, you know, you're fired, like The Apprentice. It's more, uh, your time here is up. But, I could be totally wrong. Maybe it was her decision, she didn't want everyone to know. Who knows. She's been there for three and a half years, been there uh, before she was on the... uh, Before Trump actually became president, she was on the campaign trail with him. She's held numerous positions, all in some sort of form of public relations, but she is finally gone. She is returning to her, uh, uh, natural habitat in Arkansas, where many speculate that she is going to become governor. But before we get to that, I want to read exactly what Mr. Uh, Trump said about her, um, leaving, uh, She actually said, um, or, excuse me, Trump actually said on Twitter, uh, before any, you know, news media got a hold of the news that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is going to be leaving after three and a half years. Uh, so, that was very interesting uh, how he approached that. He didn't, uh, you know, go straight into it like he normally does and blurts it out in a special press briefing. Uh, he used Twitter as his outlet, which he also frequently does, um, so, yes, that is what he said. She got a big round of applause when uh, she's very the name was announced. As you can see, people stood up for her at this press conference that Trump was holding on an unrelated matter. Uh, in fact, he called her up to the stage at this place, and, and um, she was very gracious She's done an incredible job. Proud.
1: We've been through a lot together, and she's tough. But she's good. You know, you also have tough and bad, right? Like, she's tough and she's good. She's great. And she's going to be leaving uh, the service of her country, and she is going to be going, I guess you could say private sector, but I hope she's going to. She comes from a great state, Arkansas. That was a state I won by a lot, so I like it, right? But we love Arkansas, and she's going to be going back to Arkansas with her great family. Her husband is a fantastic guy in her family and i don't know phil and folks if we can get her to run for the governor of arkansas i think she'll be very well and i am trying to get her to do that
0: and uh, that of course was a uh, reference of course i i mean if trump really thinks that it would be a good idea for her uh to run for governor there uh then i suppose uh he would do that, or he would push for it. But uh, it's also a reference to her father, who was the governor of Arkansas, and I don't think it is entirely unrealistic for her to actually run for governor, although uh, if she wants to make some money, then I assume that she will go into the private sector, and any half-witted conservative company, uh, conservative-leaning company would probably gladly take her on as a staff member. Um, you know, White House is uh, probably the best resume item that you could have on in the world. Are one of the best uh, so especially when you have such a prominent camera friendly position and you're over there in the media being very well known especially in this era but uh, let's continue to hear what Mr. Trump had to say about her departure
1: I just saw her in the room and I, I really wanted to call her up She is a special person a very very uh, fine woman she has been so great she has such heart She's strong, but with great, great heart. And I want to thank you for an outstanding job. And thank you. Come. Thank you.
0: And uh, yeah, so so he calls her up to the microphone. Thank you. And she makes a very interesting joke, one that I was not expecting, to be honest. But here we go. Here's Sarah.
2: Try not to get emotional, um, because I know that crying can make us look weak sometimes, right? <laughs> Very little uh, this has been the place. honor of a lifetime, the opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, I couldn't be prouder to have had the opportunity to serve my country, and particularly to work for this president. Uh, he has accomplished so much in these two and a half years.
0: So, that's what she says, of course. It's basically the same riffraff that you hear uh, when he gets up to the podium, but... I thought that little joke there that she made was uh, very interesting. So, of course, there's mixed reactions to this all over the board. Every American citizen is just shocked. But they knew the day was coming. In fact, I mentioned this to one of my politically elite friends, colleagues, associates, whatever the word is. And um, this was a while back, like over a year ago. And uh, he said, oh, she still works there, even though she was the press secretary. So... Uh, You know, that was a year ago, so, you know, she was kind of notorious for dodging questions, but she was also notorious for so many other reasons, and um, people, now that she's leaving, ironically, are calling her the new face of the Republican Party and representing Republican politics, which, if you ask uh, our <laughs> very uh, liberal, incredibly liberal colleagues uh, at The View, uh, they had quite the message to say yeah, about Miss Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And of course, I when I say incredibly liberal, I, I'm citing what I interpret it to be and what many interpret it to be. The View is a very traditionally liberal show, just like Fox and Friends is a very conservative show. I'm straight down the middle. Uh, I'm not trying to persuade you one way or the other, but uh, The View... Incredibly, incredibly liberal, Uh, and they continued that sort of uh, demeanor as they uh, discussed Sarah Sanders' departure, which uh, was very interesting to me. And that that was what she wanted her legacy to be. And what all I will remember about Sarah Sanders is that she was less than transparent and that after Trump's firing of the FBI director, James Comey, she said that she had spoken to countless members of the FBI— and that they had no confidence in him. And then under oath, when she was interviewed by Mueller's team, she said that the sentiment that she said uh-huh. was not founded on anything. And that told me that she was a liar. No kidding. And that she diminished the office that she held. They should bring in Scaramucci. At least we'll be entertained while exactly. he's dying. And, and, and I don't think that the people of the United States have any confidence in her. That's very interesting uh, comment there from The View. Uh, It was a little bit uh, different uh, in terms of Fox News. You know, I like to diversify my sources here. They published four hours ago a story titled The View attacks liar, Sarah Sanders, who, quote, diminished the office. And uh, it was not even published as an opinion piece, which that goes both ways. There are many liberal uh, networks that publish things as um, uh, non-opinion pieces. Uh, But they retweeted a tweet in which... The View tweeted out in all caps, Sarah Sanders to leave the White House after uh, the White House press secretary le- leaves her post at the end of the month. President Trump suggested she run for the governor of Arkansas. And then attached as part of that clip that I just played for you. So, uh, mixed reactions from her, of course, as there always are in politics, but her departure is, uh, quite, quite interesting. In fact, Um, NBC put out, and I know this is, again, you know, diversifying the sources, Uh, they put out a very uh, subjective, very interesting opinion piece uh, called, let's see, the title is, Sarah Sanders' dishonest defense of Trump and his assault on the free press reaches a new low. He starts off by listing uh, her salary as the White House Press Secretary. 180000 the cap. The cap of the salary bracket, the top bracket of that, uh, is 180000 She's in that top salary bracket. And uh, she and 23 other White House employees are in that uh, little basket of elitists. Uh, anyway... Uh, You know, what's really interesting to me, uh, and and points out continuously in in these articles that I continue to read, are that, you know, there have been so many compilations of, you know, this is what's so interesting, and and this is Sarah Sanders' legacy about, you know, this is why we should remember her. These are her best moments, so to speak. Um, In fact... At one point, and this is the one that I kind of grabbed out of, and this is why I even begin to mention this opinion piece, when Sarah Sanders declines to even answer whether the press, in her view, subjectively, like her boss says, is the enemy of the people. Now, we'll hear her response, and I'll give you my thoughts on exactly why she and how she could have answered this in a much more formative and and overall constructive way. Who's got that chance this afternoon?
2: When a reporter from CNN named Jim Acosta asked her directly, is the press the enemy of the people? Here's her response. The president has made his position known. It's ironic, Jim, uh, that not only you and the media attack the president for his rhetoric, Uh, When they frequently lower the level of conversation in this country repeatedly repeatedly the media resorts to personal attacks without any content other than to incite anger Uh, The media has attacked me personally on a number of occasions including your own network said I should be harassed as a life sentence That I should be choked ice officials are not welcomed in their place of worship and personal information is shared on the internet When I was hosted by the Correspondents Association of which almost all of you are members of you brought a comedian enough to attack my appearance and call me a traitor to my own gender well talk about somebody who wants to make things about themselves we certainly sympathize with sanders for any unfair attacks on her it is uncalled for including those at the white house Correspondents' dinner which most professional members of the media made that point but she decided to leave that aside Still, and there's chuck todd very interesting uh,
0: colleague there at nbc i have to cut it off but and Sarah Sanders did make a good point, I think, uh, when she said, uh, "You know, uh, you know, you guys attack me all the time." It goes both ways, but she declined to answer his question. And uh, in fact, Jim Acosta, the reporter, the notorious reporter, who uh, asked that question, uh, came up, came back with a rebuttal. And he said, uh, you know, I'm so sorry this happened to you, but you have to answer my question. It is your duty. It is in your job description. Of course, you didn't answer it. And it's ironic nowadays that, uh, about two weeks ago, maybe even more, probably four weeks ago, Mr. Acosta, uh, co- uh, wrote a book called The Enemy of the People. And it's out right now. Also, speaking of Mr. Acosta, two things. Number one, uh... Mr. Acosta was actually having a party. I believe it was for his book. He was hosting it, uh, I think, and it was it was some sort of launch party or you know sales party, trying to uh, you know increase sales for his book. And some breaking news broke some other day. I'm not sure exactly what the story was, but he left his party that he was hosting, and CNN set up the camera gear and the microphones outside of his apart uh, out of his party. He stopped his party and left. Very interesting. Um, so, yeah. That was very, very interesting. He came back, of course. He didn't completely shut it down, but uh, he did... She should run it won't even Oops. matter anymore, because didn't press that button. Um, so, that was really interesting. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think Sarah Sanders leaving the White House is certainly something that was going to come eventually. We just didn't know when... Now, though, it is time to move on to our next story here. Hong Kong. Ooh, so many protesters. Over a million people are demonstrating in the form of a protest against the now suspended extradition bill. And uh, very controversial bill. You know, arguably one of the most controversial bills in modern history. Um, and when I say modern, that's a pretty strict. Very tight timeline, but it, it certainly is uh, very controversial. Uh, an article from The Guardian writes The city was electrified by a record march on Sunday, the third major demonstration in a week. Organizers claim that nearly two million people turned out to oppose an extradition law pushed by the territory's uh, chief executive, that's her title, Miss Carrie Lamb. Uh, all these people many of these people called for her uh, resignation condemned police brutality against protesters and demanded they drop any rioting charges um uh, so yeah I mean that that's basically the whole story it, it's certainly controversial Miss uh, Miss uh, lamb has promised that she would uh, you know drop the bill completely uh, suspend it. Uh, she did do that in a form yesterday, uh, but she did not completely wipe it off her desk. in uh, The Hong Kong rules are quite different than in America, but to simplify it, she basically, the way I like to view it, she uh, had it on her desk, and that's what everyone were mad was mad about. She took it, she threw it off her desk and onto the floor, and into the garbage. Uh, but the garbage was not taken out, and uh, that was basically... The, the rationale, and that's how I like to think of it. She didn't throw it away. She just, you know, it, didn't, it wasn't completely incinerated. She just put, put it in the garbage and said she's not going to go away. It wasn't taken to the dump or anything like that. I know it's a very interesting kind of analogy to think about, but um, it, was, it was a very interesting kind of way of looking at it, and that's how I like to think of it. Um, and that's why people are still mad. That gives them a reason to actually be upset about uh, this. And, um, yeah. I don't know. Probably a really weird analogy. It doesn't really make sense. But basically what I'm saying is, she had the bill. She got rid of it. But she did. It's like, it's like, okay, here's this is probably a better analogy. She, um, had a document, the whole bill, everything. I don't know why I'm still talking about this. But, uh, it is still, it, she has the bill. It's on her desktop on her Mac, okay? She takes the bill on her Mac. She throws it into the trash icon. So it's off her desktop. But she didn't empty the trash, Probably could have just said that in real life, but uh, whatever. She, she, it, it still exists. It's just out of her way. And that's what people are still fed up about. Which caused over a million people, just over a million, to go out there and protest. In fact, a uh, Hong Kong protester and activist, Joshua Wong, was released from prison. Let the international communities to realize that how Hong Kong people we will not keep silence under the suppression of President Xi. That's Xi Jinping, the Chinese president, and also Carrie Lam. And the chief executive, Carrie Lam. Kerry Lam must step down. Otherwise, I believe in the next few weeks before the 22th anniversary of Hong Kong transfer of sovereignty, more and more Hong Kong people, not only 1 million or 2 million people, will come and join our fight. Until the day we get back our basic human rights and freedom. So, very interesting from uh, Mr. Mr. Wong there. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I thought that was that was very 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 interesting. Um. And he actually even said, President Xi, we will not keep silent. We will not be quiet. We know what this is wrong, and the whole bill is over an extradition to China. That's what it's. Uh, involving to basically summarize the whole thing, uh, of course, Hong Kong. Uh, tons of protests. That that's basically the, the whole story here. Over a million people protesting. They're pro. They're protesting a proposed law, one that is not even in existence that would allow extradition of residents to China's mainland. Uh, and that basically just made people very very mad. Demonstrations have. Uh, at times, it blanketed the Asian Financial Center in a sea of black, and protesters are calling for Miss Lam uh, and Mr. Xi Jinping to resign. There's a lot more happening with this story. We're going to continue to follow it, if it so proceeds in a sufficient manner for us to follow it. But that seems to be the all of the content that we are going to cover for today. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, jokes, or anything worth uh, using your vocal cords to emulate. Please give me a call 312-625-8492 Leave a voicemail on that TJDP hotline and uh, we'll play it next episode. Talk about what you want to. That's the whole goal here. Inclusion. And I'm going to try and grow this listener base tremendously uh, throughout the summer. So, that's the goal. 652pm in Chicago. Got about uh, forty. F- Two or I okay, came 43 people listening right now on the uh, live stream. We're broadcasting live right now at If You have any questions, comments, concerns, leave them, call them on the voice hotline 312-625-8492. Thanks so much. Have a great day.